Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. This is Chris Starr back again with Michael Baran. Bare hands Baran. Well, he's back and he is currently in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I will be heading there here in a couple of hours. And that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode, our little Vegas trip. So, Chris, the listeners want to know, why the heck are you flying to Vegas to see Michael? Well, we have an award ceremony that we're going to, and you kind of know the particulars a little bit better than I do on why we're going there. Yeah, but you know what? Before we talk about why we're going there, let me just tell you, you are going to be blown away. Oh? I mean, this is going to be, I mean, this is a worthy trip for a lot of pain and sweat and blood (laughs) that we have gone through to make this reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue. And guys, if y'all are listening to us and you have not watched the show yet, head on over to Discovery Plus, type in Bare Hands Rescue and watch that show. Man, you are going to be blown away because it is so fun. But let's talk about this show real quick because Chris, you are going to have an incredible time in Las Vegas. I know it's a short time. It's just a couple days. Man, I'm excited to get you here. I'm excited to go. Yeah, I'm flying out here in a couple of hours. And Spirit Airlines, pretty excited about that. I've heard a lot of (laughs) wild stories about that airline. And this will be my first time traveling on it. I tell you what, we flew on Spirit last night. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. I'll tell you, it it all started at the parking lot in St. Louis, Missouri. Me and Cole Mm -hmm. got there, we got out, and the shuttle bus pulled up right when we pulled into our parking spot. And usually that means they're going to haul butt, and you're going to have to wait around forever for a shuttle bus to come. But they didn't. They waited on, of course, you know, we're in the YouTube car, so there's that. Oh, yeah. You know, the wrapped out YouTube car. And if you guys haven't seen the YouTube car, you need to head over to our Wildlife Command Center YouTube channel. Check out the YouTube channel, and you'll see how cool that car is. But anyway, so but the, the shuttle waited. Like, the shuttle was waiting for us. And so we were, like, mm-hmm. heading over there. And we get down, and we sit down, and I look right across from us, this cool guy, man. He's all in black and yellow. He's got these yellow glasses. And you know how I love playing Pokemon Go? And I'm Team Instinct, black and yellow. And I'm like, hey, dude, I like your outfit. You know, we're flying with you guys tonight. And we just struck up this big conversation. Well, anyway, so that's the first positive thing about Spirit Airlines. Hmm. And then we get there, and the guy walks us from the shuttle all the way to the ticket counter. He goes, hey, we're not open yet, but I'll be up to see you guys in about 10 minutes. And I was like okay, that's pretty cool. And so we're waiting in line and we're talking with people. And it's like, we got like 12 people there because we're early, you know? Yeah. Every one of them were looking at us and like, hey, what do y'all do? What are you doing? What's going on here, you know? And we're like telling our story about Bear Hands Rescue and, you know, we're talking it up and everything. And then our guy that we rode the shuttle bus with comes up to the counter and he goes, hey guys, hey, y'all, y'all come on up here. And so we walk in front, we walk around, you know, the 12 or 16, 15 people there and we come mm-hmm. to the thing he goes and he's talking he's checking us in and, and uh, so anyway the trip up here was pretty awesome and the stewardess was pretty awesome I mean everybody on the plane was talking to us it was a late Las Vegas party flight from St. Louis nonstop to Las Vegas oh what time we left St. Louis at 7.50 p.m. oh goodness 
oh, well, you know, you lose two hours getting over here. And look, there was about 20 people on the, on the plane that all had black t-shirts on and they had things printed on the, they were all together, obviously. And they mm-hmm. had things printed on their t-shirt, like most likely to slap the bartender or most likely to pass out. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was most a whole likely Vegas to trip. drink 21 shots. You know, they had all these crazy yeah. things on it, you know? So, oh, so it was easy to strike up a conversation with people on the plane. And then, get this, we get to the airport. And, you know, I know my way around Las Vegas airport like the back of my hand. And not because I come here to gamble, but I come here to film a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. And so I just know my way around. So I'm like checking. And I told Cole, we were waiting for the baggage to come out. And I, I told Cole, I said, Cole, if my bag comes out, and I've got this big case, you know, this big black case. And mm-hmm. I said, Cole, if, if my baggage comes out and it's flipped where the big logo is on the outside, I always let my bag go around the carousel twice. Yeah, yeah. Because I want everybody there to see this big Wildlife Command Center logo, you know? Of course. And it's such a distinctive case. And I watch people because they don't know me and they don't know I'm watching, but I watch people. <laughs> Every single person stand, and you know, there's like, 150 people standing around this carousel. Every single person, when that case comes by, they're like glued to it. I mean, that's 150 impressions I got. (laughs) I think I'm going to have a sticker made with a QR code on it, a big one. Whoa. That if somebody takes a picture of it, it takes them straight to the YouTube channel. It's a good idea, but you'll need to let it go around three times. Well, I'll tell you this, I always let it go around twice. And this was the first time that one of the Spirit Air workers pulled my my case. I was waiting for it to come. So it went around twice and I told Cole, I was like, all right, I'm gonna grab it. And it never came. It never it never came around the corner. Wow. And it was one of, in Las Vegas, they got these big old conveyor belts, big islands where they go around. And I said, well, I'm going to walk over there and see what happened. I went over there and the little lady that was in charge of the luggage, she had already grabbed it, I guess, because mm-hmm. she was watching. But it's such a distinctive case, you know? Of course. But I think if I put that QR code on it and I make it big enough, I think people will take a picture of it just because they can't help themselves. You know? Yeah. If you make it prob what, like maybe six by six, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like yeah. six Seven by seven, because those are okay, better numbers. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. Of course. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And that's super easy to do in today's in today's market. You know, Absolutely. plenty of plenty of resources to do that. But anyway, that was just flying into the airport. I gotta tell you the rest of the cool stuff that happened, you know. Well, on one, me. Cole is with us, and, and Cole is our on staff videographer. The only thing he does in life is follow me around with a camera. Puts together our YouTube videos and documents the behind the scenes stuff that happens at Wildlife Command Center. Mm -hmm. And so far, you know, he's been blown away the whole working with us, the whole thing. He he is completely like 100% Wildlife Command Center, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, he's, he's already primed and prepped and like digging it, you know, because like the, all the interaction in the airport, all the interaction on the airplane, all the interaction, you know, that we're getting, my marketing strategies, how I think, that type of thing. So we go out the airport and we get on the bus. There's a shuttle bus that runs from the airport to the car rental center. In Las Vegas, there is a huge offsite car rental center yeah. where all the rental cars happen. 
massive. So we get there and we go up and we're sitting in line and the couple in front of us are obviously having some problems. And Uh-oh. we sit there for maybe five, seven minutes. And then all of a sudden this guy comes up to us. And he goes, hey, are you guys renting with six? Because that's who we rented our car through, six. And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I can take you downstairs right now if you guys don't want to wait. Like they just, Ooh. he just walked right up to us, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I look at Cole and Cole looks at me and he's like dumbfounded. Like, let's go. <laughs> so we walked downstairs to the other ticket counter and the guy introduced us to this lady behind the counter down there. And he said, hey, she'll take care of you. Her name was Kitts. And, and we were talking and she was asking me questions and she said, how many people are going to be traveling with you? And I said, five, possibly six. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, the, the SUV that you rented is really nice, but I don't think it's going to be roomy enough for six uh-huh. people. And I said, well, what do you have? And she goes, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an upgrade. And I said, okay, I'm good for upgrades. <laughs> and I said, how much is it going to cost? And she looked it up and she goes, you really need a BMW GSL 9. What? What is that even? Well, let me tell you what, it, what this vehicle is. This vehicle is like driving in a spaceship. I have really? never been in a vehicle like this. It is phenomenal. You'll experience it tonight okay. and tomorrow night when we're driving out to the award ceremony. But anyway, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Well, how much is it going to cost? She goes, well, the upgrade for this vehicle is $972. Well, I've got this vehicle for five days, you know? And so I'm like, uh, it's worth it. But she goes, I'll tell you what, let me give you a 75% discount. She's typing in. She goes, with the discount, it's only $210. And I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't even seen the vehicle. But anyway, so she gets us all fixed up fast too. I mean, she was efficient, man. She got us all fixed up and she goes, it's in D3. And I walk out the door and I'm looking at D3 and I look at this phenomenal, incredible silver and chrome SUV. And my mm-hmm. mind goes, there's no way that's yours. That, there's no, there is no way that that is yours. And so I'm looking at all the other SUVs, you know, that are out there. And sure enough, that's our SUV. This thing is phenomenal. And so I hit the button just to make sure, you know, she gave me a key fob. And on the concrete, on both sides of the vehicle, this big, bright BMW emblem lights up on the concrete. Huh. Oh my god. And I'm like, what? And I mean, it's big, man. It's like 18 inches, you know? Sheesh. BMW yeah. emblem on the concrete. I'm like, how did they do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> we got some behind the scenes video of us sitting in the BMW trying to figure out how to operate it. Is right? this a full a full size SUV? Because you said maybe five people or dude, this easily sits six people. Yeah, there's a third row. Mm-hmm seating in it. Nice. And so we're going to have a pretty good entourage going out there. Let me tell you who all's going. So it's going to be myself, Bare Hands Baran. It's going to be Chris Starr, the Lone, Lone Star, Star Trapper. Trapper. That's right. It's going to be Matt, the madman from Reno. <laughs> it's going to be Maya Blue, the premier FX makeup artist in Las Vegas. She's going with us. She's bringing her husband. They're not riding with us, but they're they're heading over that way. Mm-hmm. We are going to have Elena Dawn, 
with us. She is a premier stunt woman in Las Vegas, and she's been on American Ninja three different times as American Ninja. Oh. She is phenomenal. You look up her IMDb page and see all the movies she's been in and all the stunt work she's done. It is incredible. And then we're going to have a true Egyptian princess. Her name is Noah Amar. And she's going out there with us. She is just a huge fan of Wildlife Command Center. And I've met her a couple of times on movie sets because she's done some movies with me. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. You know, she just got back from Cairo. That's where the royal family lives. And she's like one of these uber intelligent people that mm-hmm. can do anything she wants because she has financial backing. But yeah. she chooses to be in the arts. She loves movies. She loves theater and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to have an incredible entourage going to this award ceremony. The award ceremony itself is going to be held at the Honors Producers Building. And it's the Las Vegas Fame Awards. We're going to be presented with two different awards. Best Animal Rescue Program for Bare Hands Rescue and Outstanding unscripted reality are going to be the two awards that we're going to be presented with. But the best part is we are sitting at the head table. There's only one table that holds eight people and it's Mm -hmm. at the very front of the facility. And so we're going to do the whole red carpet, walking down the aisle, the big wall, taking pictures, meeting all the band. These are some big name bands that are going to be there. And, mm-hmm. and artists, people that, that you will recognize. A lot, a lot of them had their heyday in the 80s, you know? <laughs> yeah. But these guys are still performing, and they love Al Bowman. Al Bowman was a Hollywood producer, and he has done so many awards ceremonies and put together so many award shows that it's going to be amazing. And Cole is going to video all of this stuff, and we're going to put together an incredible YouTube video, probably be within two weeks, you know. It's going to be an amazing time. But that's not the best of what happens or what what we're up for. There's more? Dude, we got an incredible Airbnb. Dude, I saw that. We have a whole house. I mean, and it is fine. I mean, it's got this big kitchen. And in the dining room, they set it up with this huge pool table. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Right outside the patio, they've got this beautiful patio with this blue pool, swimming pool in it. Mm -hmm. And fully functional kitchens set up and designed for multiple people to be able to function in there at one time. They got three coffee pots. Guess what we're going to be making? Oh my, so much Wildlife Command Center coffee. Wildlife Command Center coffee. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be incredible. And then they've got this nice lounge area, which is the formal living room. They got this nice lounge area set up where everybody can have a place to sit and talk and tell stories and lies and get to know each other. It's a three-car, five-bedroom home. And you walk up at night and it's like magical because it's all lit up, you know, with all these LED lights and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're not very far from my favorite Pokemon park <laughs> where, I, where I love to play Pokemon Go at Sunset Park. It's also the park that has the Rabbit Man 
This what? dude that comes out at nine o'clock at night and feeds the rabbits. And like, you know, oh. the, this park is nothing but sand dunes and sand, right? Like everywhere. Yeah. But when he comes out, hundreds of jackrabbits and cottontails come out of the dunes and they eat and drink. And he brings water, you know, because there's no water anywhere. But in, during the daytime, they have the cutest little round tail ground squirrels. Oh, yeah. Is that where you recorded those videos? Yes, yes. It's incredible. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. And then we're going to be going to the 702 range and shooting some 50 cal automatic machine guns. What? Dude, phenomenal. So yeah, they got this incredible gun range here. It's called the 702. That's the area Mm -hmm. code for Las Vegas, if you didn't know. But it's called the 702. And they have every weapon you can think to include RPGs. Right? Dude, you can do anything in Vegas. You can. But this is kind of the off-season in Vegas right now. So we're going to be able to do whatever we want to do. Nice. It is going to be an epic trip. It's going to be that little tiny floating bit of iceberg that's so shiny and glittery. And everybody is going to be, oh, wow. Wow. You guys are so lucky to get to do all of that. (laughs) <laughs> what they don't see is underneath the water. Ten yeah. years of trial and heartbreak and rejection and work, work, work. I mean, people are going to see this video and they are going to say, dude, y'all are so lucky. That is crazy. That looks so ambitious. That looks so opulent. That looks mm-hmm. so incredible, man. That, that must have been a really good time. And what they don't see, you're right is the big old huge pile of failure of blood, sweat, and tears that it took to get that. Because, you know, we started working on this in 2016. Five years it has taken us to get to this point right yeah. here, this award ceremony. It has taken five years for us to be acknowledged that what we were doing is right. I saw somewhere online the other day, someone posted and said, hey, how can I stop focusing on the destination and just enjoy the journey? Yeah. And that's legitimate. There are so many people that don't realize, hey, enjoy the journey because yeah. there's, so much, there's so much going on in that that, that is enjoyable. You know, the destination is great. The destination is going to be phenomenal, but the journey is just as exciting, you know, as we go. And the same thing this, five years ago in 2016, I was hustling getting a reality TV show. I came across No Coast Originals out of St. Mm-hmm. Louis and I, and I pitched it to them. I said, hey, look, we got this incredible company. We've got three offices and we are doing incredibly good. We've got, we've got an office over here and we've got an office in uh, Little Rock and we got an office in Albuquerque. I was like, you should check this out. And they came out and they did a ride along with me and they were like, hey, this, this is, is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. We put together a sizzle reel as a matter of fact, we still have access to that sizzle reel. I watched it the other day. It's, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good one, to be honest. It really you know? is a good one. That beaver. That beaver work was great. I love that sizzle reel. I really do. I love everything about it. Not only from nostalgia, you know, <laughs> but just the whole the the whole fact that that's where we started from. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And, and man, we worked that thing. We worked that thing. We worked that thing for a whole year. We finally got it in front of Animal Planet, and Animal Planet said, no. Nope. Yeah. Too much toxic masculinity. <laughs> and this was five years ago. And this was five years ago. That's right. <laughs> Too much toxic man- masculinity. We're not really sure we want all that patriotism. Oh, you know, because you know yeah. we were we're all prior military. We were pumping mm-hmm. it up prior military. We were waving the United States flag. Yeah, <laughs> loud and proud. But I was willing to work through a lot of that stuff. But when they came down to the creative rights that I had with it, is where we really hit oh. the biggest stumbling block. There's no sense in having a reality TV show if you don't have control over what's going on, Mm -hmm. because that can sink a company super fast. So anyway, ended up, everybody else said no, and everybody said too bad. But, you know, I had signed an agreement with No Coast that they had 24 months to shop this thing because they believed in it so much. That's how they sold me. It was that long. And yeah. And also, I didn't know any better. Yeah, really. of course. I didn't. And and so in my mind, I was like, hey, I'm locking them in for 24 months. They're gonna have to push this uh, show. Yeah, well. And in 24 months, they're gonna get it, they're gonna get it sold to somebody. But you know what happened? They locked you up. They they locked me in. They locked us and they, up. And they took their show months. concept and they hustled it a little bit for a few months, and then they took it and they put it up on a shelf and they said, Well, we got this. If anybody wants it, we'll we'll be ready. And nobody asked for it. And it sat on that shelf and just and just got all dusty. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was flying through the airport and I run into John from No Coast Original and said, Hey man, what's going on? Fancy, fancy meeting you here, you know? And <laughs> uh, we got to talking and he yeah. goes, Hey, I'm glad I ran into you. Isn't this a coincidence? He goes, we just got asked about it. And so in 2018, we kicked this up again. And at the time, I had two other companies, like within days, come to me and said, hey, would you be willing to do this reality TV show based on some animal stuff? You know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I told them, yeah, maybe. You know, I'd be interested. What what, what are you pitching? And so I listened to them, but evidently there was a big ask. It's called an ask, where network asks all the producers, hey, we're interested in this kind of reality TV show. Can you guys go find us somebody that would fit the bill? And so we had three different companies in 2018. Now, it's been 24 months. I was out of my agreement. We had this, these companies on the line and we were ready to go and we could not come to agreement. These companies were just asking, these production companies were just asking us to do some crazy stuff. And I was like... I, I don't, I don't, I, I want the show so bad, but I just don't know what you're asking me to do. I don't know that, that that's good for my company. So anyway, we went back to No Coast Originals and No Coast was like, look, we think that this is what they're asking for and we really need to approach it in this manner. But it was too, you, you ever watch that show Jackass where, yeah, where they just do some audacious things? They're trying to get us to do that. Yeah, they were trying to get us to do some. It, it was very Jack Ash esque, uh, but 
not in a really good way. You know, they they were wanting us to do some audacious things at customers' homes that had some animal problems. And oh. they were wanting us to yeah. make it seem like there was these huge animal infestations. Like, could you catch 20 skunks and turn them loose inside a person's house? Oh my goodness. And I said, they're going to spray all over the place. And they're like, yeah, that's what we want. Uh, and I was like, okay, no, no, <laughs> you know, no, we can't. <laughs> they were talking, they were talking, they were asking me to do some crazy stuff. They were like, do you think you could bait a bunch of raccoons to get into somebody's attic and just shred the attic? And I was like, no. I mean, yeah, I can accomplish that, but no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you can physically do that, but no. And that's the thing. You know, that's that's some of the stuff that people don't see. And so after that, that only lasted for about a, a month or so in 2018. And I finally was like, look, th- this is off the charts. And not going you guys, anywhere. I mean, y'all might think that's funny. And that that would be this funny jackass kind of kind of show this audacious things with animals. I was like, but nobody's going to laugh. I mean, you might get some humor out of that, but I don't know that you're going to get any wildlife control company to do that. No. And there's no longevity in that. And I don't think anybody that's not a wildlife control company can accomplish the things you need. And so anyway, we didn't do that, but I was sparked. You know, again, I was sparked, and so I started hustling. I started going to acting classes. I started going to networking events and I started trying to put myself out there. I had this experience so much negativity, so much rejection that I had kind of given up on it. And of course, everybody, all my people definitely were tired of hearing about it. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we, this is a great idea, but you've been talking about it for four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of, to myself, just started fishing. And of course, nobody was biting until 2020. That's right. And in 2020, I came across this guy named Michael Francis Presents. Well, his name was Michael Francis. But he has this little company called Michael Francis Presents. I went to a couple of his seminars and I listened to him. And then I've, and after one of his seminars, I pulled him to the side and I said, hey, dude, I've got this company and we do this and we do this. I said, let me show you a sizzle we did with another company. And so I showed it to him. He goes, hey, that's, that's, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. He goes, but these stories you're telling me just seem like this not real. I was like, no, it's real. This is what we do every day. You know, he goes, well, I'll tell you what, let me ride with you a day just to see if, if there's anything to this. And so he rode with me and that day he became a believer. <laughs> I mean, he was converted to wildlife command center. He's like, can yeah. I get an amen? I mean, he was, he was about it. I mean, from that day, he became a true believer in wildlife command center. Because all the stories I told him, I showed him. And you know, and to be a good leader, it's one thing to tell people what to do. It's another thing to show them. And mm-hmm. I showed him that everything I was telling him was the truth, a fact, and as crazy and over the top as I said it was. And so he started putting this together. He started putting this promo package together, this sizzle reel together, which I'm going to tell you was not as good as the first one. You know, huh. but he he crafted it in such a way that he thought he could sell it. Okay, and so he and I flew out to Los Angeles, 
And we went door to door to some production companies and, and we had a lot of doors slammed in our face. Mm. But we had one that was really interested. And they looked at it and they said, hmm, let's look at this some more. So we fly back to St. Louis. And when we got back to St. Louis, two of those other companies we had knocked on their doors, they contacted us. They said, hey, this looks interesting. But we decided to go with, with critical content because they, had that, they have a lot of reality shows on, on. They've got a really good reputation. They're a big company. You know, mm-hmm. they got legitimacy. So we went with them and they, they sent a crew out. And I mean, a big camera crew. And we put together a pilot for Animal Planet. And then we edited it. And then Animal Planet said, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so, man, we hustled it and hustled it and hustled it. And the next thing you know, boom, it's going to be on Animal Planet programming. Boom. It's going to be on streaming at the same time on Discovery+. Plus. We did a big premiere in St. Louis. And yeah, it was, was a awesome. great time, you know? We started hustling the show on mm-hmm. Discovery+. Plus, and now it ran a, a full programming cycle through on Animal Planet. And then it got parked on Discovery+. Plus, so, it, so it's there to watch. So you it's can go right to now. Discovery Plus and you can watch it right now. Bare Hands Rescue, man, it turned out fabulous. I, fabulous. Yeah. And, and so much so that this guy, Al Bowman, who actually knew me from another movie, we, we were talking on set one day. This is two years ago or so. And he was interested. And I was telling him, yeah, we're, we're going to be getting a, a show and stuff. And he goes, okay. But he, was, he looked at me like, you know, outside of my eye, sure, his eye. Sure. Like, yeah, sure yeah. you are. Yeah. Sure you are. But then when the show came out, I sent him a link. And sure enough, a couple months later, he goes, hey, look, we're getting ready to put together our awards show for 2021. We'd like to honor you guys because I'm going to tell you, we really like the show, but mostly I really like what you're doing. And mm-hmm. I was like, shoot, yeah. So he was telling <laughs> me the specifics about it. He's like, yeah, let me get you set up for with eight tickets. And I'm going to put you in the, the head of the table. And you're going to be oh, the goodness. main attraction there. You're the only one that's going to be receiving two awards at the show. Wow. And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to do. <laughs> right? Finally, a little bit of recognition for all this work. Finally, a little bit of recognition. But you know, I I think that this is just the beginning. Absolutely. And this refuels my passion. This refuels my Kindle. This is what refuels me to keep going and to keep hustling and to keep doing it because there's there's always something bigger. There's always mm-hmm. another goal to achieve, you know. But I got to tell you, as bad as the lows were, I have enjoyed the journey getting there. I've enjoyed going to the movie sets. I've enjoyed networking. I've enjoyed going to acting classes. I've enjoyed going to voice classes. I've enjoyed all of the coaching, you know? And I have another big announcement, but not for this podcast. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Another one then. But not for this podcast. But two days ago, I was approached by a named actor, called me Mm -hmm. on the phone, and said, hey, we saw that you were doing this and we were wondering if you'd be interested in doing this. And I said, heck yeah. 
<laughs> I, I was like, and I almost didn't answer the call because it was an out-of-state number. And, you know, I get a lot of phone calls. I almost yes. didn't answer the call. And for some reason, I answered that call. <laughs> you know? When this project is all put together, our listeners are definitely going to want to hear about this. For sure. So we'll do a whole podcast just on that and how it relates the animals involved, the production that's going to be involved, and the entertainment value that that's going to bring to an audience. Dude, I'm I'm excited for that. It is. It is. It's going to be really, really amazing, you know? But, you know, when you talk about how long do you chase a dream, you know, I would say you chase it until you catch it. Absolutely, dude. You know, especially if it's a dream that's worthy, Mm -hmm. if it's a dream that's obtainable, You know, no matter how hard it may be, but if it's a dream that's attainable, then go after it. I mean, if your dream is to run a marathon on the moon, (laughs) you might not be able to do that. I don't know, Mm -mm. you know? Not yet. But if your dream is something along the lines of things that are tangible that you can do, Mm -hmm. that you could do, that you should do, then I would say that you go after your dreams for as long as it takes. You know, if you can, you, you take must. this podcast, for example. How long have we talked <laughs> about this podcast? Ugh, years, years before actually pulling the trigger. We talked about it for so long. You know, you were yeah. always so jacked. You're like, man, we got to do a podcast. You know, I listen to Joe Rogan and I listen <laughs> to this and I listen to this. And they're, and they're so, we, we got to do a podcast. And yeah. everybody around me, was saying, hey, you know, you ought to do a podcast. Yeah. And so we kept batting it back and forth because it's not my passion Mm -mm. to do the podcast. It's within my talent to be a guest on a podcast, certainly. But my passion is Wildlife Command Center, Mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, the podcast was one of those things that I really felt that Chris Starr was passionate about. (laughs) You know, I really did. Because he was always talking about podcasts. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. We chased this dream for a long time. You chased and you chased and you thought and you thought and you procrastinated, procrastinated and whatever else (laughs) happened. It was mostly just thinking and thinking and fantasizing and pontificating. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you get caught up in those fanciful dreams and mm-hmm. you never actually take tangible actions to make them happen. That can be like a quicksand, you know, or the, the La Brea par- tar pits. <laughs> you know, where you get bogged down in the minutia of just thinking about it and dreaming about it and you never actually do it. But that's that not what, what happened. happened. You actually did it. <laughs> I, sh- I certainly did. And here we are, almost yeah. 20 episodes in and going strong, multiple a week. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you've got so many milestones within this podcast realm. You've got so many milestones to hit, like your first thousand downloads, you oh. know, your, your first 5,000 downloads. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> And so, you know, you shouldn't be hyper-focused on those milestones. They should be in front of you. You should be able to see them off in the distance. But you do need to look around and enjoy the beautiful mountain canyon that you're walking through, getting to your destination, 
you know, you should be, you should enjoy the beautiful Airbnb that you're fixing (laughs) to sleep in tonight as you're going towards your destination. You should enjoy the feeling of elation when you see this beautiful silver and chrome BMW SUV (laughs) pull up at the side of the curb to pick you up. To pick me up from the airport. From the airport. I'm stoked. You should always maintain your goals, but you do need to notice the incredible journey that's happening around you as you get there, as you go towards that goal, because it's beautiful. And your listeners are going to stick with us all the way with this journey. They're going to love it. They're going to enjoy it. It's going to be a wonderful, beautiful thing. We're going to have some incredible footage, some incredible content. We're going to have some incredible stories from the next couple of days that we're fixing to enjoy here in Las Vegas. Yeah, so this is like the pre-show. And then here in a few days, I'll have a post-show where I'll go into detail on everything that happens. Absolutely. You guys, stay tuned. We appreciate you. Awesome. All right. Let's wrap this puppy up. Thank you guys again for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. I'm your host, Chris Starr, with Michael Bearhands Baran. Bearhands Baran. We're here. <laughs> We're heading to Vegas today. Well, he's already there. I'm heading tonight. Thanks again for listening. Please hit the subscribe button and leave us an awesome review if you enjoy our content. We appreciate it. And we'll be back here in a few days with another episode. Thank you guys. Have a good day. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.